Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope you are doing well. Very quickly, a thank you to our newest patrons over at Patreon, Daniel Carbone, Giuliano Mastracci, and Javid Amir. Thank you, all three of you, for your support and to all of our other wonderful patrons who allow us to continue doing what we do here. If you would like to join, patreon.com slash Roma Press. And that is a perfect transition, Andy, uh, for something you just said before we started, how uh, the chat, because of everything that uh, is taking place over the past 24 hours, I mean, it generally... It does appear as if it is a, a, a psychiatric ward, uh, but that has been heightened this weekend over these last uh, 24 to 48 hours. You have Roger Ibanez, Roma, agreeing to a deal for him to sell him. There's rumors of Nemanja Matic wanting to go to France. We have Mourinho uh, giving his first big interview of the of the new season. Yes, and then we have Arnautovic, and we will get into that, trust me, because uh, uh, the sirens uh, in his camp were working overtime this weekend. Something that uh, when I came up with uh, came out with an update uh, uh, podcast for the patrons, I said, everybody, if Arnautovic jo- does arrive to Roma, you are the sole individual who needs to be blamed. Because what did you say on last week's episode? And I warned everybody. I said you were I th- going I said, to I said they it would... into existence. Yes, exactly. I said, I, yep, I agree. I agree, and I admit it. It's it's uh, that it, this was a name that basically spoke itself into existence. It uh, reminded me a bit of uh, of when um, when uh, Sinisa Mihailovic, rest in peace, uh, was linked as the heavy favorite to. Uh, to lead Roma after uh, Eusebio Di Francesco, and then obviously it was Paolo the request Fonseca. of Totti. Yeah, that name was wheeled into existence, and then it got shut down by the fan base, basically. So I, I don't know. It feels like Arnautovic is kind of the same deal. Like uh, that is clearly uh, somebody that wants to move on from Bologna, but the fan base here is uh, not entirely excited at the prospect of it. Well, uh, I think we both made our opinions clear on that. I, I can't say I blame them. Let's start with Ibanez first, though, because uh, this is one that, I mean, you want to talk about, uh, uh, you know, the exact opposite of negotiations that we are used to surrounding uh, players, whether incoming or outgoing for Roma. And yeah, I am hard pressed to think of deals this expensive that have been finalized this quickly. I I mean this quite literally. One week ago, Roma did not have a single concrete offer for this guy. Not a single one. And then, ironically enough, uh, after we recorded last week's episode, his his agent is, it it was very odd. He was putting out there that uh, Nottingham Forest we're interested in him, him that he's happy at Roma. He doesn't yes, want to be. He, he was telling people that whilst simultaneously going on the record, by the way, to do an interview and say, oh, no, he loves Roma. He doesn't want to go anywhere. It was the most bizarre thing. 
um, which was defeated only by today, where the all of this news about uh, Ivanius today for uh, Roma agreeing to his sale, there have been 20 different uh, figures thrown out there. They are all coming from the same person. Um, so uh, what Fra uh, Fabrizio Romano had early, I think he had like uh, 28.5 million plus bonus, totaling 30. Um, what I was told, what uh, Mangiante, Di Marzio, Sky Sport, Rete Sport, they had the same thing, was 25. A million be uh, fixed fee plus a three to three and a half bonus plus a sell on clause in case he is sold in the future. That is what um, we were told. And again, it is all coming from the exact same person. So I don't know uh, where Fabrizio got those figures from. I, I, I know he's talking to the same individual that all of us are talking to. So I was a bit curious of that. But I have to tell you, Andy, uh, when it comes to Ibanez, I, I think the overriding opinion and what you and I have always said of this guy is a hit or miss player. When he is on, he is really on. He is really effective. Very good. When he is off, it is difficult to watch. I, I mean, it, it is as if he undergoes a, a lobotomy in real time, and you can see just his brain function cease. Uh, a hot or cold player, in my opinion, when you can get large fees for guys who, in my opinion, are quite easily substitutable. Is that is that a word? Substitutable? I don't I think, think that's a word, I think at this point, anything goes. I don't think okay. uh, our listeners are going to mind. Uh... I should have just said replaceable. I, I... I'm telling you, I'm still thrown off by having That's heard a 65-year-old guy from Vicenza say the word y'all to me in, in just the most bizarre uh, accent in my life. <laughs> I, I haven't spoken clearly since. But when you can get that sort of fee for a guy who, again, in my opinion, he is he worthy of a starting 11 player? Sure, I, I suppose we can debate that. But for me, if you are looking at the starting 11, let's just go to last season of Roma. If I'm trying to find two guys who I have a, a high degree of confidence that Roma would be able to uh, replace uh, fairly easily, as harsh as this may sound, and of course it's easy to say as the guy is on the way out the door, but he would probably have been my top or either my second uh, selection. Probably Rui Patricio would have been in there strictly based off how he played last season. If it was the first season of uh, Rui Patricio, I, I do not put him in there at all. But regardless, I don't think this is a difficult task when it comes to finding a, a new name to replace him. Obviously, it's going to be Indica. Left-footed player. You had the Banias playing on the left, uh, but uh, not only was he not left-footed, and you don't necessarily need a left-footed guy there. But when it just came to the uh, mental lapses, the mental mistakes, he, when it comes to him, Mancini, Smalling, I would say probably he was the one most would be worried about. Yeah, so I have no qualms, 
no qualms whatsoever of this sale. Nothing at all. No regrets. What about you? I mean, do I feel bad seeing him go? Yes, because uh, because I like Ibanez and I I, cl- I can clearly see that he's well liked in the team. Uh, Mourinho doesn't just you know post pictures saying goodbye to players just left and right. No, I mean you wouldn't have even known Gonzalo Villar played under him. No, it's it's the fact that he went out of his way without you know there is no official announcement yet, and Mourinho you know bids farewell to Ibanez. They post together for a photo, uh, probably as Ibanez prepares to leave for a medical with with the Saudi club. Um, it's a good thing they're not on the board uh, borders of Italiana anymore. That would have been a very yeah, nice that would find have been, for that Jose Mourinho. Yeah? yeah, that would have been a killer. Yeah, that, <laughs> thank God. Um, but but that's the. You know, so for me, there's that personal aspect. This is, mind you, remember how, because again, you know, when when these th- sales go through, it's it elicits very extreme reactions of one kind or another. And I, it's again, it always the truth is always in the middle. Um, for me, Banyas is the kid that came here. As a bench warmer at Atalanta, he came here with with practically zero experience in Serie A, you know, as opposed to say Gianluca Mancini, who okay wasn't a regular starter for Atalanta, but still he he, he had had some playing time in Italy. Ibanez was just this, you know, basically unknown prospect. We'll see what happens. And remember, he comes in. In that same window that Gonzalo Villar and Carles Perez came in, out of those three, Ibanez easily had the 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 biggest impact on the club. Um, showed you know a lot of lot of good things, some freakish athleticism, pace that you are not gonna find in this team right now, um, because other players can't match that. He had some 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 great goals for us, great goals, especially the one against Ajax in a crucial moment. Milan, um, Milan, you know, he's been a player that has come through um, this year. In this year's Europa League, I'll still fight to the death. You, I saw somebody say, "Well, thank God," because you know he he almost cost us uh, a penalty in the Europa League final. Man, the. The way he played his heart out in this year's European competition, the the, the way he held the fort against Bayer Leverkusen, um, the way he played during our Conference League campaign, and in, in in you know was 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 amazing and should be just as remembered as as his mistakes in the last in the Lazio derby should be you know that people love to point it out and I totally understand because. Again, the derbies for me, that's the curse of the derby. It's a match that is just a match. It's just a match. And at the end of the day, it's just one match in in the um, in the league campaign. But then people go back to it and, and sort of throughout history, um, those games stand out more than others. Obviously, made mistakes in those games. And uh, one could argue that he felt pressure in, in some games more than others. But... To me, this is a kid that was not even meant to succeed to the point that he did. You know, he came in at a, at a time where Roma were completely, uh, you know, in a in a, such a turbulent moment. You know, that was Petraki was there, then he wasn't there. Fonseca, 
trying to try to put him on basically as a you know as a sort of as an emergency let's see what happens you know kind of thing it, with him in the defense it can get much worse and and Ibanez for some time was probably the better player in in that awful defense of Fonseca and then through Mourinho he was able to grow he earned man he went from being an Atalanta bench warmer to being called up by by Brazil didn't make the cut for the World Cup but still that's a that's a pretty impressive leap so for me obviously it's not it's not as if he's a you know a, a, a standout world-class player and you're not gonna you know even by having Diego Llorente you already feel comfortable you know in going forward even Dika we'll see how he fits in but uh, I can honestly say I will remember uh, somebody like Ibanez more fondly than, say, Costas Manolas or uh, Benatia, who, you know, one could argue are better, better defenders than him. In my opinion, this guy did so much more with probably more limited means and a worse team around him. Um, I uh, Honestly, and, and just on a personality point of view, this guy gave everything. Even in the games that you say this guy, he, he had a mental lapse, this is a guy that never went on the pitch with, with, with no desire. This is a guy that played for a reason and played under Mourinho constantly for a reason. Uh, sometimes, and he was always that the, the, the defender that dared most, right? He was, you know, Mancini... Is is more even Mancini is more conservative, and uh, although he has um, he has a temper that Ibanez doesn't have. Smalling is more mature, so that Ibanez was always the wild gun, but and sometimes it, it didn't pay off. But when it did, uh, those are some highlight reels, man. And uh, and again, the 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 two legs against Bayer Leverkusen, you de- you don't get to that final without Ibanez. So for me, no, no grudges, no bad, you know, no, no exceptionally bad memories with, with him. I, um, I think he, you know, it, it's a shame that at 25, he goes to Saudi, but we'll see what happens next. I think that this is, um, this is a player that will leave only good memories in the locker room. And, um, you know, and we'll see how Roma are able, because mind you, this, you know, Ibanez, Mancini, and, and, and Smalling are really the first defensive trio that sort of grew up together, right? Like they played with each other for three years. This and that's the first time it happened in I don't know how long at Roma. Because remember, it was con before that it was constantly switching players. You had players coming in, going, you know, you had Costas Manolas who was supposedly the the leader of the defense, but he was more absent than not, you know. And and uh, you had uh, Hector Moreno coming in and Ivan Marcano, and you know, just constantly back and forth of uh, players who failed to make any sort of impact. And then you had all of a sudden this trio, this random trio of two Atalanta rejects, basically, and a Manchester United reject, and they made it work. They made it work, and you could argue that Roma, the best, the best department, uh, was the defense over these last uh, two two and a half years, and 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 Ibanez, like it or not, contributed to that. Well, you avoided my primary question, like the plague, easily substitutable, yeah or no? 
I said because it. Because that I, seems I, to be. John, you don't, you don't, no, no, you don't listen then because I said no, it. No, well, I said, well, I mean, I said, okay, listen. I said you because got you mentioned Llorente. I you, said uh, you got Diego Llorente. You got him for a reason because he provides you with that veteran presence that he was able to 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 show in in just six months. So that's you didn't why you mentioned Indica. And then you got an Evandika that you, you know we'll see how he fits in. That's and oh come on, man. He'll what start. you know? No, it's it's but, true, but, but, but that's okay. But, it but you don't view this then. There is I, nothing but, wrong with seeing. We'll see how it goes because so you don't view this as a as, as a, a, um, a a guy who cannot be replaced. I, yes, I'm the, just, the personality no, oh my, thing. By the way, what you again, said about him uh, John, uh, compared to Manolas, no comparison. Well, by the way. I, I say for for me the the defense is always very delicate. There is always the, the, it's not as if you it's not like the attack. It's not like the midfield where you can just take out a, a, a piece and put another one in and it works. No, the defense is tricky. The defenders need to be on the same wavelength. They have to have good communication with each other with the goalkeeper. It has to click. So. I, you know, based on skills, based on pace, based on strength, sure, Evandika can can uh, can replace him, and and sure, and that point of view, he's replaceable because again, he's not world class. We are not talking about Sergio Ramos. I'm just saying, what they built with Gianluca Mancini and Chris Smalling took three years. Okay, it took three years for that to be built. You can argue the effectiveness of it. Uh, still, I think most of us can agree that. The one, the one department of the team that sort of was solid throughout these last, consistent throughout these last two and a half years with Mourinho was the defense. And any Banyas, like it or not, played a part in it. So as soon as you take him out of the equation, you have to hope that whoever else slots in slots in well enough under you know in a in a from a point of view of communication just that skill wise i'm sure that evandika can do fine you know just a strong quick your uh, scores headers that's great to me it's just i want to see i want to see that consistency um that i liked i enjoyed for once to have the just the, a clear idea of who's going to be standing in the defense you know, and not oh, is it gonna be Thomas Vermalen? You know, think about that. Think about that. We, <laughs> it, it, it was six years ago. You didn't know. Are you gonna be playing with Thomas Vermalen in the defense, or is is Tony Rudiger gonna play as a fullback? And and that went on for years and years. You had Maras Kubula at some point. Hey, is he gonna be our next star defender, or maybe not? You know. That's that's what I'm talking about with Ibanez, with Mancini and Smalling. You built a, a a consistent defense, and 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 I can totally understand that for some, Ibanez was maybe too um, too wishy washy, too too uh, too 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 much of a risk taker, but he he got along with 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 Chris Smalling and Mancini, and so whoever else comes in has to show that same level of consistency because as we saw, uh, Roma. Going forward, they still struggle. So this is going to be another season off, putting a lot of pressure on the defense to do its job well enough in order for them to keep clean sheets, to to give the attack some momentum and so on. So that's all I, I mean. It's not as if uh, I consider, uh, you know, Roger Ibanez the, the the second coming of of, of Maldini.
he's still a player that in in this version of Roma, which is not ideal, it's not the greatest team we've ever seen, still made a difference. That's it. No, I, I, I agree with you. I agree. That's a good transition. Speaking of uh, uh, having pressure on the defense, that is something that could be made more difficult. Should Nemanja Matic leave this summer in the remaining weeks? We have what? Uh, how many days remaining of the market? Three, four weeks, something like that. Uh, news coming from now. This is a very odd one, Andy, regarding Matic because. From Roma, they have been adamant. And in fact, this is one of those deals where they are communicating to all of us pretty uh, profoundly and openly. There are rumors that he could be on his way out. He received a proposal from Ren to switch to them, go to Ligun. I think it was like a, th- a two or three year contract, if I'm not mistaken, from what I three from year what contract. I read. Yeah, that's those are the rumors. Yeah, and uh, he's supposedly tempted by this proposal. The thing I find out is that every single person surrounding Roma, they are saying no. He he is staying. He is key to the project, and it's not even up for debate. And meanwhile, from the French outlets, they are saying the exact opposite. The thing I find most humorous, I suppose, is I just remember, Andy, how many of our patrons last summer didn't despise, but you would have thought somebody like Roma were acquiring somebody who was 99 years of age and unable to walk. And then we see how effective Matic was, who I had no doubts about from the very beginning. I thought he would be spectacular in Serie A. Turns out he was, played a huge role. I just cannot imagine in any way, shape, or form, barring receiving a large transfer fee, which uh, for a guy of his age, uh, if it gets close to 10 million euro, it's it's a lot. That is the only way I can see them allowing him to go, Andy. I, I just can't see a guy like him who plays such a pivotal role both on and off of the pitch. That's the thing with him. Not only is this guy a a key contributor on the pitch tactically for Jose Mourinho and Roma, but this is a guy, one of the senatori in the dressing room. Huge role, a huge personality. You want to talk about someone, in my opinion, who you cannot afford to lose, particularly now. It would be one thing if this was June, but you are now just two to three weeks away from the season. You, you can't let this guy go now. No, it's, uh, it's it, it would be very difficult from a, you know, from a financial standpoint, if, if um, the rumors are true that Roma, if they were to part ways with the Manjamatic, it would only be for a fee of, of eight to 10 million euros that, you know, for a player that it has one year left on his contract, since he st- signed an extension until next year, that's good. The problem is that you would have to once again find a, a replacement, and you're already looking for a midfielder. So you're looking for a midfielder, you're looking for two strikers, and then you add to that maybe a defender to 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 come in 
in in the place of Ibanez, and and then what? And then another midfielder in the place of Nemanja Matic. That's too much. That's too too many things to do in in uh, in too little time. Unfortunately, that this is the reality of the transfer window. From a, from a personal point of view, as looking through this situation through Nemanja's eyes, that's you know if the offer is real, I completely understand why he would even consider it. You know, yeah, three years at that age. Come on, you're man. 35. Yeah. You get a three year contract. You're gonna make three million net per season. So that's m- making him the highest paid player at Rennes. You know, um, that's that's weird. That's odd. Um, but if if that's you know if that's the offer, then I understand this moment because um, yes, you're you know you're a key player for Mourinho. But you're aging. You're aging. You have here. You can stay until next year, and then off you go. And who knows in what shape you'll be in, right? By that point, um, and what offers you are gonna be able to draw. Right now, he had a great season with Roma. Got to a European final, and and clubs took notice, you know. And 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 that's how it goes. For me, it's very difficult to envision this now. Knowing the luck of this podcast, because it always seems like the moment we record these things, the opposite happens. Or some yeah, you, great, you are one for one already. Keep some it going. Some great lightning news comes that, well, mind you, John, I remember when you posted in the group chat, you're 90% confident that this Kamaka deal goes through. I keep receipts, my friend. Hey, um, hey, I said <laughs> at the time, if somebody <laughs> dropped 80 million into the lamp of Atalanta. <laughs> uh, but that's what happens in this that's mad world. The okay, guy scores then, nine goals and you have Manchester United willing to pay a club 85 million euros. Mm. Then let me say this. Then at the t- at the time, at this moment, I find it very difficult to envision Nemanja Matic seriously leaving Roma, leaving Mourinho, knowing full well what the situation for the club is and, and sort of their working relationship, his position at the club, him being a leader on and off the pitch, being a, the, the the friend of Dybala and everybody else. Like he is, he's very important. It would, you know, it, um, one could even argue that he's more important at this moment in time than Kevin Strootman was when uh, the moment he was sold, remember everybody, uh, Kevin Strootman. You are bringing the takes today. I love it. <laughs> Kevin Strootman <laughs> leaves a better taste in your mouth than that Amano last of Banasia. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I like it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the Kevin Strootman leaves at the beginning of the 2018 2019 season um, after featuring in, their fir- in the first match. Uh, of that season against Torino, he leaves. He, he, uh, he plays that game, plays I think ninety minutes of it, and then gets sold to to Marseille. I think two days later. Uh, at this moment in time, Matic is to this team matters more than Strootman did at that time. Strootman was obviously at that point just physically a lesser player than Matic is, um, and that's you know it's not up to him; it's those injuries. But still, the the Matic right now is is just a f- key figure, uh, not only for the guys guys in the team, for Mourinho as well. It's like having an assistant coach on the pitch, having a guy that knows exactly what what you want from him from the team. So that's 
here you can say, oh, is it re- is he replaceable? And again, from a technical standpoint, I'm sure there is someone out there you can get who's younger, who'll do a, a better job, who'll be more dynamic, who'll guarantee you more games played because, hey, mind you, again, 35 years of age, played over 3,000 minutes last season. Um, unbelievable. Yes, he was incredible, but it, it takes a toll on you, right? So... And you can argue that somebody like even uh, DePaul, uh, Atletico's really good DePaul, he's, he could be a candidate, right? But obviously, cost-wise, knowing Roma and also knowing uh, the, the moment of the transfer window that, that, that you know, the, the, the time left is, for me, that's highly unlikely. But from a personality standpoint, we know how much this team relies on what people like to call passion, you know, and make fun of it. Uh, the power of friendship. The, that's the, those are the, the jokes that people make whenever Mourinho talks about empathy and so on. We know how much Roma rely on, on exactly on just on mentality, on leadership. Because of the fact that they have a short roster, they don't have enough depth, they don't have enough quality. So what get what what keeps them going is that leadership, having players that uh, are strong mentally, that know how to not to succumb to pressure, that know how to react, that know how to interpret key moments in key games. And Matic is one of them. So losing him would not only be losing. Uh, a, a really good player, a skilled player, a guy that knows how to break up the 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 opponent's offense, a guy that knows how to recover balls, a guy that knows how to tackle, a guy that knows how to, uh, you know, uh, launch the team's counterattack, a guy who can easily slot into the defense. You'd be losing a guy that that keeps everybody at bay, that keeps everybody calm, and that then also rallies them. And and functions as the coach on the pitch, and 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 so that for that is the aspect that is irreplaceable at this moment in time. Um, with only three weeks left in this transfer window, it'd be a heavy, heavy blow. It it also be a heavy blow from uh, the point of view of the players. You know, you look at oh my god, you know, there's there goes Uncle Nemanja. What the hell? Like what's What's going to happen, yeah. you know? Uh, we know that Kevin Strotman's departure took a toll on, 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 on some of the players at the team because they were like, holy shit, Strotman is leaving? Like, what? what? And um, and that's unfortunate because uh, Matic is, is, is just, you know, he, he found his place in this team. And for Mourinho, he is pivotal. For the team, he is pivotal. Replacing him at this moment in time would be nearly impossible. Um, but again, one could also look at it from the point of view of the club. They're looking at, oh, okay, well, 35 years of age. Next year, he'd be walking for free. If an offer, if a strong offer comes, might as well do it, right? So that to me, it's 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 not an impossible scenario. That's what I'm saying. It's for me, it's unlikely. It's not impossible. Hmm. All right. Well, before we go, we we have to talk about Arnautovic, who again, I I am convinced you willed this thing into existence. When I mentioned that uh, uh, his his uh, entourage. Led by his brother, was working overtime in recent months. Uh, they they dialed it up to a new degree over the weekend. 
they they put something out really late um, to to everybody. They blasted it out, and I think the only ones to go with it were uh, Corriere dello Sport. They were saying, "Okay, well, uh, Roma really want him. They are pushing for him." Uh, and one of the things they told us, and I, I wrote about it on the website, but that they are going to meet with Bologna to try and get them to lower their request. They're asking upwards of 10 million euro for the guy, which if I just complained about um, uh, what well, we just discussed uh, fees uh, for Matic when you have players of that age. I mean, uh, Roma, there is no way you can justify that for uh, Arnautovic. No, I think no even way. Half, I think even a third of that would be too no much way. because the guy's wages, as you mentioned in the last episode, are huge. Um, Almost three million. Come on. I, I mean, I, if I need to throw my body onto the railroad tracks to prevent this from happening, I, I think I may be prepared to do that and I will just leave everybody the coordinates to my corpse. Do, what, do with it as you may. Um, I, I I refuse to allow this to happen. I, I just hopeful. Well, not hopefully. The fact that Ibanez now uh, is going to be sold, Andy, that obviously will unlock uh, Roma's ability to find uh, perhaps more suitable replacements. Um, it's not going to be Alvaro Morata, by the way. Um, his guys are putting that one out there. Uh, to everybody just before we got on here to record. But I just, you you have to do better than Arnautovic. You have to, right? I mean, I could take a dartboard and pin five random names on I, I to the board could. and come up I with think, better Listen, names. listen, again, I think you could, I think I could throw a dart in the darkness and pick a better name. But um, Arnautovic also, you know, just because of again the name for me is has always been the the name of of a guy that wants to be you know put to have his name on in the in the media out there to try and get something going for him, but I can also easily envision him being the guy that Mourinho goes well listen. If we have no money, <laughs> if we have no money, if you can't get me a big name, then get me a guy like him. I that I can envision, that I can envision. I'm not saying that I justify it because uh, he's not a player I like. He's he's a player I I probably never liked, and I don't think many people can even say they've they've watched a lot of Arnautovic just to know what's what he's about. He's just a very unappealing player from all points of view. But I can also. Kind of envision Mourinho going. Well, listen, there is uh, there is no cash, there is no nothing. So, um, how about this profile right here? You know, um, just maybe from I don't know from a, a personality point of view of him being a bully on the pitch. That's it, really. That's it, being a bully on the pitch and having a lot of experience and having been on a lot of teams, having played in the Premier League, having played in Serie A, having had. Uh, you know, a short spell with Mourinho at Inter, um, that that then becomes more realistic. You know, it's um, it's it's again, it's it's garbage. 
<laughs> it's garbage, especially you know if you have to even pay for him. It's it really because it's like it's like Inter going for Alexander Kolarov when he was like thirty seven. You know, <laughs> you know, f- knowing right, fully well. Right. Knowing fully well that the guy will give them maybe like ten games, and I'm pretty sure that Kolarov at Inter did just that. Like he gave them like eight to ten appearances or something, um, and not good ones. So it'd be it'd be like inviting a walking corpse and saying, "Okay, well let's let's see you run on the pitch." You know, um, not a pleasant sight, but. A site that would even, would slightly make sense from Mourinho's point of view, where he's just okay. If we're gonna get a younger player, because we can't get a top player up front, then we have to pair him up with somebody that has experience and somebody that I know what they're all about. And I'm pretty sure that from that point of view, uh, Arnautovic fits the bill of a player that is is uh, is Mourinho's you know, to Mourinho's liking. Um, in, in today's uh, interview with Corriere dello Sport, Mourinho even said um, that, you know, uh, I'm very pragmatic, I'm very objective, and so uh, I told the club that I had one name in mind, but I was told that it, we can't afford it right now. And, um, and that really tells you all you need to know. Like, that's the situation. Mourinho has, is, and Mourinho is that kind of person. He has that one player in mind, if you don't get him, then you know you're screwed either way. Like he, he's gonna work it out. He's gonna come up with a solution, but he has that one name in mind, and anybody else is gonna have to really work their asses off to to in order to get his um, his appreciation. So I'm not I'm not entirely sure that Arnautovic was that one name. I would I would probably bet on that name being Alvaro Morata. But again, if Atletico are asking of you at least twenty million for a player that is thirty-one years of age, that is, you know, is not again not known for being a prolific scorer, for being a consistent scorer um, in his career, has had some good seasons in Serie A, yes, but um, but he's no no star player by any means. So I can understand the club not spending twenty million on him. Twenty million, twenty over twenty million euros spent on on Alvaro Morata would be like spending anything over than two million on on Arnautovic. Really, I couldn't agree more. All right. Well, for the second time in a row, we end with a Marco Arnautovic discussion. I can't think of a more enlightening topic to end on. All right, we'll be back later in the week. Until next time, ciao. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. 
Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware.